mine is the basement that needs to be cleared out because I'm going to be doing stuff in that particular side of the place. Uh, okay. But we had our furnace replaced, so it had to be cleared out of the way. That so was replaced we weeks ago, Debbie. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. In for Vince Petrano, here's Eric Bilstad. If you are an air traveler, quick, why would you go to Chicago and fly out of O'Hare rather than Milwaukee? Because it goes to places that Milwaukee doesn't go direct out of. Okay. Two. Direct, right? Non-stop. People don't want those stops. Non-stop flights. Can we get more in Milwaukee, or at least which ones would we like to go to? The Milwaukee Business Journal's Mark Cast joins us on Wisconsin's Morning News, getting a little bit of more insight now, Mark, on where we would like to go and what Milwaukee could potentially do about it moving forward, eh? Yeah, I mean, real interesting kind of numbers we looked at. Uh, where obviously working at the airport, kind of looking at kind of where where all of our travelers are going to, and you know what was interesting is, and the, and there have been flights there over the years, but it's. It's all out in California. Three of the four uh, ones that that are on the list are actually from California. It's L.A., Frisco, and uh, and, and and right in that area. I mean, just I mean, real interesting to me. And then Austin. I mean, I, I mean, which is another one. And then on the East Coast, there was a couple down in Raleigh, North Carolina. We had New Orleans, you know, and so really kind of throughout the country, but also it. it some areas where we've had flights there before, but obviously with all the changes in the airlines over the past few years, you know, you know, we don't now. So, I mean, I mean, I do this. I'm guilty. Sometimes it's just easier to fly to Chicago because I hate making stops. Sure. Yet, but that hurts Milwaukee because if you want to add those flights, you need to have those numbers to show that it works. Yeah, it's kind of a chicken of the egg situation, right, Mark? It it, it, they can't yeah. offer more flights if people aren't there. People aren't going to go if they can't exactly. offer those. So are there steps when you were able to, to talk with the airport that they think they could take to get more people in and then, you know, make more of these direct flights? You know, I mean, I think you've already seen it, Mike, and that is just is they're just out there down a lot just kind of talking about how important it is to fly out of Milwaukee and not out of Chicago because, because they fly to Milwaukee, even if you have to make a stop – over time, hopefully, it'll lead to having more nonstop flights here. Because what they do is they use these numbers to actually show the airline, say, look, you know, 300, 300 a day are flying from here to L.A., through either through Minneapolis, through Chicago, through, you know, wherever. You know, I mean, if they added one flight, it could be full. So that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to use the numbers that they have there. Yeah, but yeah. You, I mean, yeah, but yeah, if you and I, you know, I mean, are driving to O'Hare, we're not, we're not in that. So they're really trying to make this about Milwaukee, saying that if you want these non-stop flights, you have to fly out of, a, you have to fly out of Mitchell because it'll add them over time. The Milwaukee Business Journal's Mark Cast joining us on Wisconsin's Morning News. You were mentioning the list there, top ten list of underserved U.S. destinations from Milwaukee. Yep. Number one is L.A., San Francisco, San Diego. You mentioned Austin. Portland is number five. Yep. Um, how are we doing as far as passengers going through Milwaukee? I know pre-pandemic versus now can always be yeah. different. Have we seen a change? We've seen a slow kind of rebound, Eric, and, you know, I think a lot of us are out there traveling again, which is great for the city, which is great for travel industry. We're not quite at the numbers of before because you don't see all of the executives out there still traveling for the conferences, traveling for meetings. That has not rebounded. Zoom and Teams has kind of reduced that, and I'm not sure if it's ever going to come back. So it's, so it's mostly through, through you know, all of us who are out there who, 
who are traveling for vacations. So, I mean, it has come back, but you got to admit, it's easy to fly out of Milwaukee. I mean, I love flying out of Milwaukee because I, you know, I mean, I always end up on the third level. I walk in, you mm-hmm. walk, you get, I mean, I mean, I can leave my house here in downtown. I can be at my air, airline in 20 minutes. It's crazy how easy it is. Now, hopefully over time it'll get harder, right? Because if it gets more crowded, it gets harder to do that. But it, I mean, it's really easy to fly to Milwaukee right now. 100% agree with you there. Anyone who goes there just likes to take a sign of that recombobulation and, and take a picture of that. Yeah, and recombobulation <laughs> and you know, just kind of walk around and, you know, maybe trying out the half price of the, of the book store. Yeah. And, of course, the Harley place, right? Yeah, I mean, you got to get some Harley stuff while you're there. Our partners at the Milwaukee Business Journal, it's Mark Cass, talking about the nonstop destinations we'd like coming out of Milwaukee. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate it. Always good to be here, Eric. You have a great day. You too, buddy. 715 Sports is next with Brandon Snyder. It's brought to you by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson in Oconomowoc, your destination dealer. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Packers and Bears are still months away from kicking off the 2023 NFL season, but that didn't slow down Bears defensive tackle Justin Jones from taking some early shots at the Packers faithful. Their fans are really just the way that they're just freaking obnoxious, just yelling and all that other stuff about things that don't even matter. Like we're not even running, we're not even running the play. You guys are talking about boo, oh yeah, go green. Like what, what are we even talking? He hasn't even started yet. Like what are we even talking about here? Despite those harsh words from Justin Jones, who that's right, Justin Jones. Apparently, he plays for the Bears. The Packers continued preparing for those those Bears with day two of minicamp wrapping up on Wednesday and can now finally look ahead to the start of training camp. We know what's in front of us when we come back here in July. I think our, our rookies and, um, and injured players and quarterbacks are going to be here on the 21st, I believe, and then we'll start practice on the 25th with our veterans. But, um, you know, it's just we know once we hit that point, it's go time. The team will not have practice on their final day of minicamp later today. Instead, it will be a mandatory fun day for the Packers. To the Diamond, where the Milwaukee Brewers have now lost six straight games following the 4-2 loss on Wednesday afternoon. The Brewers have now seen back-to-back series sweeps, and manager Craig Council admits following the loss, the schedule does no favors, but regardless, somehow they got to figure it out. Well, I mean, nobody's happy when you're you know, on your little losing streak. You know, day off comes at a good time and, and get ready for, uh, you know, whatever we got, 20 or so games in 21 days, I think, before the break or something like that. So it's a, it's a bit tough stretch, and you know, we're going to have to play well. Milwaukee will welcome in the first place Pittsburgh Pirates to begin a six-game homestand beginning tomorrow night. 719, you used to hear his voice on this radio station for years in the morning, and he joins us next. Wisconsin's Morning News with Vince Vetrano, Eric Bilstead. Vince is back Monday. So Vince and I have been trying to get Gene Miller on the radio since he retired. <laughs> like we've been, we texted, we've called, we tried and tried. I, I've had lunch with him and said, "Hey man, come on, no, no." And he always, he's always like, "No, I don't want to get in your way. I'm just going to enjoy retirement." That's the most Gene answer of all. Yeah, I don't want to get in your way. It's totally Gene. Totally Gene. Okay. Anyway, I pestered him enough to finally get him on the phone because he is being honored by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association Foundation as a 2023 local broadcast legend. 
And that's what he is, a local broadcast legend by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association. So he agreed to talk with me and be on the radio. We caught up with him earlier on Wisconsin's Morning News, and he talked about what this means to be a local broadcast legend. Very humbled and very flattered, as always. Um, I I don't think of myself uh, as as being worthy among that kind of company. Um, When I think of the legends in in my life, I think of the, the people that preceded me. I know Jonathan Green won this award. Um, and I think of other people in the in the WBA Hall of Fame that I was lucky enough to work with, like Ed Hinshaw and, and Jim Irwin, Wayne Larrabee, Larry McCarron. You know, th- those are the legends, and, and those are the people that I that I consider legends. Me, I just consider myself again. You know, I'm not being falsely humble or honest here. It's just or, yeah, I, I did my job. I was lucky enough to do it for great companies with incredible coworkers and employees that that made me look really good and made my job easy. And if people liked it. Um, that's fantastic. That's the best compliment I could ever get. Awards are nice, but uh, continuous employment. I always enjoyed that part of, of my career. Uh, <laughs> no firings. I'm very proud of that. I don't have 3,000 hits, but I don't have any dismissals either. No pink slips. <laughs> Good. Have you had any work stress related dreams since retirement? I do, at least one a week, usually involving some, some form of um, equipment failure combined with nakedness. And uh, imposing deadlines. And, and I have to admit, you've been in one or two of them. <laughs> I hope I'm not in the naked ones, but if so, I'm, I'm flattered. <laughs> Can't unsee that. All right. Have you shaven? Yes. Didn't grow the beard. I, I did grow and maintain a beard, and I'm keeping it to this day. I play with it. I trim it up. I let it get a little looser. I get it a little tighter, whatever the case may be. But that's, that's one of my hobbies is growing and maintaining a beard. And should Vetrano be concerned that the one time you come on is when he's not in the studio? No, no, it's not part of an evil plan or a coup or a junta or anything like that. (laughs) You guys are doing great, and uh, keep up the fine work. I hear a lot of good things about you guys. I wish I could stay there at 5 o'clock every morning to to catch the first pitch, but uh, my my nose would be growing like Pinocchio. That would be a big, fat lie. Well, congratulations, buddy. Couldn't do it without you. It's great to hear you again on the radio, bud. It's good to be back, and uh, thank you for all you did for my career and, and just for being a terrific co-worker and friend, and thanks to everybody at the plant that still remembers me. That'll be nice when you mention me in the speech. That'll be nice. <laughs> I can work you in for 20 bucks. <laughs> Gene, thanks, bud. Take care. Gene Miller, the 2023 local broadcast legend, one of the honorees by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association Foundation being honored today. So actually, ironically, we had Vitrano on today, too, and uh, we teased him about the whole Gene visit. Do you know who I'm talking about? He used to work here. We've tried and tried to get this guy to come on the uh, radio. Yes. Who, who am I thinking I, of? I'm familiar, I'm familiar with his work. Old Gene Miller will never join us. We've asked him for Brewers 360. We said, come on and talk about whatever you want. Anytime, whatever, and he's taking a pass. <laughs> Would you like to guess who was heard on the radio a half hour ago? Oh, come on, really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, yeah, but you're on a little uh, perturbed there, starting a little rift here. No, 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 no. They love each other. 726 on WTMJ. A couple of things to remember. We have our WTMJ Cares event that is still taking place. It's the Sandy Max and American Red Cross push at the Milwaukee County Zoo, a blood drive that's going to take place June 26th through Wednesday, June 28th. And we want to help boost the supply of necessary blood. It's very critical during the summer months especially. So if there's anything you can do to help, if you just text the word blood 
to the Old National Bank Talking Text Line, 855-616-1620. We'll send you a link. You can get more details about our event taking place again June 26th through the 28th at the Zoo. WTMJ Cares with our very own Sandy Max with the help of Gruber Law Offices. Yeah, it is strange. Like, uh, I, I definitely work better off deadlines, I think. So, like... If I had a deadline to make sure the mulch was off my driveway... I have to keep inviting people over to my house. That way I know that it'll be clean. Yes, you're absolutely right. I I do think that plays a role, although we have had friends over and the mulch pile didn't seem to move. (laughs) Just cover it with some tarp. It's not here. It's not there. Actually, one of my buddies accused me of leaving it for him to help with when he came over, so... Maybe that's my problem. But no, I don't know. I, I firmly believe, though, that everyone has a thing or two that's hanging over their head that they have not finished yet, and maybe they just don't feel like it. Maybe life is too short. Maybe they don't want to be on their deathbed thinking about mulch. I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm just saying. 743, here's what we got coming up next. Of course, we have Tausch here at 750. But before that, the GM of the Milwaukee Brewers, Matt Arnold, is going to join us. We'll have to ask him some tough questions about what, what are we doing now? What happens next? How do we fix what's broken? All of that and more in a minute. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Milwaukee Brewers have now lost six straight games after dropping the 4-2 afternoon matchup against the Minnesota Twins on Wednesday. The Brewers will look to bounce back beginning on Friday, where they will begin a six-game homestand starting with the first place, Pittsburgh Pirates. Brewers 360. Sponsored by Outdoor Living Unlimited. Every Thursday, he joins us on Wisconsin's Morning News. It is the Brewers Senior Vice President and General Manager, Matt Arnold. Hey, Matt. Hey, guys. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. We're doing great. So, Matt, what do we do? What do we do? It's been, it's mid-June, so you have a pretty large sample size. The crew uh, at 500 right now, which, which they haven't been at 500 since April 1st. At this point, I know everything is easier said than done, but what what can happen? What do you process? How do you go through evaluating your team? Yeah, look, it's certainly been a tough stretch for us here, but the, the group is working really hard. The guys are staying positive. Um, you know, we just have to continue to grind. You know, it's, it's one of those things where we know it's going to be a long season. We know this division is very winnable. Um, we think we have a good club here. We're getting a lot of guys back here healthy. Uh, here in the very near future, including Wade Miley, hopefully this weekend. So the Cavalry's coming, hopefully, and and the guys are in a good mood. So I, I think we can we can hang in here for the long run. Hey Matt, you got about twenty five or so games here till we get to the All Star break. It's usually the time of the year in baseball where the the phones might start going, you know, buzzing a little bit more. How do you, as the general manager, approach this part of the year? How do you reflect on your team, look at your team, and figure out what you need going forward? Like you said, in order to secure that division title. Yeah, the, the the biggest thing is just surveying the market. Honestly, the first thing we want to do is make sure we're in play with every every possible opportunity. You never want to read about a trade and say, "Oh no, we could have been in play there. Or we could have been in in uh, had had an opportunity to access a player." So our group does a really good job. I feel like staying in play, uh, and then just making sure we we have the ability to to access that type of player to help us. You know, that's that's one of the big things we want to make sure we're in play to to access the, the type of talent that we know that that can help us. Uh, win here in 2023. You know, parity in the league is awesome for fans and whatnot because some teams that you weren't expecting to do well are doing well and there's just more competition. 
But I suppose that's got to be a challenge, too, when it comes to figuring out who are buyers and who are sellers. Yeah, it's certainly a grind. I think there are a lot of teams that are going to be in this. You know, I think, like you said, there's certainly a lot more parity now. And, and now when you, when you add the additional uh, playoff spots, you see that more and more teams are going to be competing here down the stretch, and it, it's going to be a fairly flat landscape. So um, the sellers are going to have an advantage here in some ways, so we're going to have to be open to being creative here, whether those are internal or external options, uh, to try to make our team better. So I'm trying to think of different things you can do, Matt, to help you know break the losing streak. Like you know, because we can all play a role, right? Like we can get up on the other side of the bed, we can get a new haircut. I mean, there are ways to snap this. There definitely are, um, and I'm open to them right now, buddy. Um, <laughs> you got, Joey Weimer has a recommendation for you. Matt. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, just, come on. Got that, we, we still have that mullet yeah. option. Let you show up to the ballpark with that mullet. I mean, they would. That would. That would spike the morale. I know it would. Hey, whatever it takes, man. I'm open. Do you do you uh, have any uh, superstitious stories from over the years where a, a ball player did something just crazy each and every day to get into a, a zone or to get out of a funk? Y- yes, I do. Definitely stuff I can't I can't share on the radio. Um, <laughs> but but yes, um, a lot of those are out there. I I do I do remember. Uh, in 2008, uh, when we went to the World Series, when I was at Tampa Bay, everybody had uh, blue mohawks, uh, and so that was kind of fun. The whole team, uh, front office, everybody, um, you know, everybody had a mohawk that year, which was which was a lot of fun. So yeah, th- those types of things bring everyone together in a great way. All right, looking forward to that. <laughs> All right, well, you get your chance uh, starting tomorrow against the Pittsburgh Pirates, a weekend series at AmFam Field. Matt, thanks so much. Always appreciate your candor. You got it, guys. Thank you. Brewers uh, General Manager and Senior Vice President Matt Arnold on Brewers 360. Tausch is next, and it's trivia, which means we need to get a caller. 855-616-1620. If you would like to participate in trivia with Mark Tauscher on the Old National Bank Talking Text Line, 855-616-1620. Caller number 5 gets to participate. It's next. It's the most important pick you'll make all week. Who are you going to pick? This guy? Is that Gouda? Huh? Am I right? This guy. Yeah, you don't get a discount from the wedding because the bride didn't show up. For him. Those paintballs hurt and you have some real jerks. The choice is yours. It's time for Trivia with Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Tauscher on the program is always sponsored by your Southeastern Wisconsin Chevy dealers. It is Trivia with Tausch. Mark's had a good run lately. Right, Tosh? He's been lucky. Well, 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 you lost one to Vince. Three. That was uh, nose, nose yeah, to was, nose. He's been getting lucky yeah, lately. Asterisked. Um, asterisk. Brandon calls you lucky. Yeah. So I'm stumping him today. Really? So, okay. Oh, okay. Right, well, good. here we go. So let's I'm play. I'm ready for it. Let's do it. Today, our contestant for Trivia with Tosh is John from Madison. John, hello. Good morning. Hey, good morning, everyone. How are we doing today? We are doing fantastic on this hazy morning. So here's how we play. John, you must select either myself, Mike Spaulding, or Mark Tauscher to pick the trivia question correctly. If you don't want to pick one of us to get the question correctly, you can go with the questioner, which is Brendan. And sometimes he does stump us. So who would you like to ride with this morning? I'll go with uh, I'll go with uh, Mark Tauscher. Uh, no Always one. the bridesmaid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> 
I'll say this. It feels like Brandon is really – it just feels like he wants to win today. <laughs> I, 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 I feel like he's going to be – I'm not going to say jerkish about it, but I just feel like he's got that uh, pee and vinegar in him. Well, yeah. well we, I, we gave away, I gave away my answer last week. I don't know if this one's necessarily that hard, but – it's one I didn't know. I was unaware of the answer, so we'll go All with right, it. Let's go with it. Uh, in honor of Flag Day that occurred yesterday, there's only one state in the entire country, believe it or not, that observes the day as a state holiday. Pennsylvania. I quit. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> Dang. I didn't know what the question was. <laughs> I didn't because I. The, yeah, only time, the only time there? he gets them right is when I don't finish the question. <laughs> oh, sorry. So sorry. That's three of them now. So go ahead, finish and I the question. Yeah, what was it, the though. question? I respect it, though. What? Uh, there's only one state in the entire country that observes the day as a state holiday. What state is it? Did you know? Now, is that something? No. Is you should have changed the question right now. Wealth status? Why they, I, that's a good question. I'm not sure why they are the only one. It's a state holiday for them and no one else. Generally, states don't like to implement state holidays. Right. Because it gets a little now. How did now? Did you read that recently, or did you just? Are well, you just... so Flag Day was Wednesday. Um, so when you look at like some of the Flag Day facts, oftentimes okay. something like that may come up. So yeah, that's where I saw it. Too top. It was too topical. It was. <laughs> sorry, sorry, John. I, I tried. <laughs> I'll tell you what you. You have irritated Brandon even more. I have a hunch next week you're going to be deep in an encyclopedia somewhere, and I don't think anybody's getting it. John from Madison, so you you better luck next week if you can try to get in. You can pick Tausch again, I suppose. Yeah, that is probably the shortest segment in uh, guest history. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for playing, buddy. Talk to you some other time. Yeah, thanks, Mike. All right. Hey, Tausch, well, we got you quick. can we? Can I get you one question in here? Can we go off topic, uh, off trivia yeah, for half a second? So who yeah. was who was the Bears player yesterday, Brandon? Who? Justin was... Jones. All right. So Justin Jones is a Bears uh, defensive lineman blowing up Packers fans. I don't know if you saw that or not. What, what's your take on a uh, a rival team player ripping on fans? Yeah, it makes no sense to me, and I, you know, I, a lot of people are giving him grief because they never heard of him. He, he's he's been a six year, I think this is his sixth year in the NFL. My take on it was on our show yesterday that Bears fans, for the first time in about twenty five or thirty years, finally feel like it's a level playing field, and I think they feel emboldened, and it just adds to a little bit more of the of the uh, anticipation. For that opening game uh, in you know early September, and Bears fans feel like they finally have a shot, and I think the players. He said he wanted a Rod, but you notice nobody said anything when Aaron Rodgers was the quarterback. They said it when <laughs> right. he left. That's what I took away from that whole deal. Good stuff. Taos talk again tomorrow. See ya. See ya, buddy. Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News, sponsored by your Southeastern Wisconsin Chevy dealers. Their fans are really. Just the way that they're just freaking obnoxious, just yelling and all that other stuff about things that don't even matter. Like we're not even running, we're not even running the play, and you guys are talking about, oh, oh yeah, go Like what, what are we even talking? Yeah, we haven't even started yet. Like what are we even talking about here? Oh,